I, you know, felt I had tried everything, so I decided to give keto a go and uh, said that I was going to do it for four weeks, and obviously the rest is history because look at where I am now. What's up everybody and welcome to KCL's Keto Corner. Um, I am super duper excited to start this podcast for you guys. I'm super duper excited to have a ton of cool guests and discuss all things keto um, and just have fun and just have great conversations. So um, if you don't know me, I am Lauren Berryhill with Keto Coach Lauren LLC. Um, I am on Instagram at keto underscore coach underscore Lauren. I'm also on Facebook at Keto Coach Lauren, and I am on YouTube. Um, my YouTube channel is Keto Coach Lauren. Everything is Keto Coach Lauren. So, um, <laughs> basically, I wanted to take the opportunity for this first episode to just kind of dive in and tell you a little bit about me. Um, I've been a guest on a couple other podcasts, but I have not recorded my own episode, just kind of giving you guys some information about me. So, uh, we'll get started. So, basically, um, if you follow me on Instagram, you kind of know that I have lost over 100 pounds. At one point, I lost over 103 pounds. Um, in the beginning of 2017, I started my keto journey. Um, came to keto basically just because I had tried every single diet out there. Um, I, you know had done super duper restrictive diets, I had been um, an over-exerciser, different things, and keto was just another diet to me in my eyes, and um, I, you know, felt I had tried everything, so I decided to give keto a go, and uh, said that I was going to do it for four weeks, and obviously the rest is history, because look at where I am now. Uh, now I run my own coaching business where I help others follow the keto lifestyle, figure out how keto works for them, um, and yeah, it is by far the best thing that I've ever done. I, I love it, and I love being able to work with different people who suffer from different things and just um, finding the way that keto can work in their life for them. Um, so a little bit of backstory on me, if you don't know, um, I have not always been overweight. Um, I have, however, had a body dysmorphia disorder, um, which is basically a disorder where you look in the mirror and you do not see what is physically there. Um, you see flaws more intensely than other people. So for me, I've always seen that I've had a really large stomach. I've always felt like my arms just looked really, really big. Um, I've always seen myself as overweight and just fat. Um, and people will tell you, and I can look back at pictures of things, um, and I wasn't overweight when I thought I was overweight, and so it, body dysmorphia is, is pretty much a mental disorder that I still suffer from uh, today, even after losing all of my weight, so it's not something that goes away, you know, very easily, 
and um, it, it is, you know, it is very hard to heal from, but I work on healing it every single day, and I try to help other people do the same. So um, I started out uh, early on um, just feeling very big, feeling very large. I um, didn't start gaining weight really in excess until I graduated high school. Um, in 2010, I graduated high school. Um, 2011, I graduated college, so I went to college for dental assisting, which was like my life's dream. Um, I wanted to, to dental assist, and I specifically wanted to work with children and braces. So for four years after graduating college, I was a dental assistant, um, and I worked in a pediatric and orthodontic office. Over the course of that time, uh, I was with my, who is now my husband, I was with him, um, you know, we got comfortable, kind of the typical relationship where you, you just get comfortable and you don't really um, feel like you have to worry about anything, though during this time we both uh, yo-yo dieted on and off for a long time. Um, we, you know, would diet all week, and then on the weekends we would have a cheat day, which would turn into a cheat meal, which would turn in, or a cheat meal that would turn into a cheat day that would turn into a cheat week, and then we'd just fall off the wagon completely. So, um, that vicious cycle just kind of constantly revolved, and, um, it wasn't until my wedding day that I actually realized how much weight I had gained. So, um... About, I would say in my high school days, I was anywhere between 120 and 130. The day that I got married, I was in the 170s. And so um, I had tried to diet prior to, you know, getting married. But I think the stress of getting married and then just saying, well, Tyler just accepts me the way that I am. And he loves me no matter what. He's getting married to me, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I got comfortable. Um, and then shortly after the wedding about six months after was when we decided we wanted to start trying to have our son and lo and behold it did not take very long we got pregnant right away and um during my pregnancy i gained over 50 pounds so i was very unhealthy um, I was not active. I worked in an office where there were constant treats. People were always bringing stuff. Um, I would indulge in so many sweet treats. That's, that's kind of my thing is, is, uh, sweets are, are my thing. That's what I used to love to eat. And I still love sweets. Don't get me wrong. Um, keto has changed my taste buds a lot. But I'm still a sweet tooth girl at heart. So, um, but I took my pregnancy basically as the chance to just eat whatever I wanted. Um, you know, the saying that people eat for two when they're pregnant? Yeah, I was eating for two, all right. <laughs> um, I was just very irresponsible. Now that I look back on it, I was just, you know, a new mom who who wanted the best for her baby would try to eat better, do better. And at that point, I really just, I didn't, you know, I wouldn't say I didn't care. Um, it just wasn't a priority. My health wasn't a priority. And I, you know, regret that. But 
Um, I always tell everyone I do not regret gaining the weight going through the entire weight loss journey that I've been on because I would not be where I am today. So had I not experienced the weight gain, um, gone through all of that myself, then I would not be where I am and helping others on their own journey today. So I'm very grateful for all of those experiences. Um, so yeah, uh, back to the pregnancy. I gained 50 pounds after having my son. I pretty much just hit my lowest point. I suffered from postpartum depression. Um, I also suffered previously in high school with a binge eating disorder that didn't intensify until my pregnancy. Um, I kind of would, throughout uh, high school and college, um, I would go on these crazy binges where I would eat a ton of food. And if you don't know what a binge is, basically you just um, eat food in excess to where it is painful, like it hurts. Um, it, it's very hard to describe. If anyone suffers with binge eating disorder, I highly recommend the book Brain Over Binge. It is a wonderful tool to help you kind of just get more in control of those choices and your decisions. Um, but... Yeah, so for me, weight loss in high school, middle school, I mean high school, uh, college, and so forth looked more like I would restrict myself to 900 to 1200 calories, super duper unhealthy low amounts, um, and then I'd binge on the weekend and I'd go nuts and I'd eat whatever I wanted and then I would either be so disappointed and depressed within myself for choosing to binge that I would binge again for comfort or I would go and exercise um, extremely like focus on burning as many calories as possible I'd spend hours in the gym um, or doing just crazy things to feel like I had burned off all the food that I had eaten which is a very very unhealthy way to deal with a binge. So that's kind of how things worked for me. I tried Weight Watchers. I tried Herbalife. I tried so many different things, so many gimmicks, um, so many ways to lose weight. And, you know, I was successful um, after losing or after having my son, I lost 60 pounds up until I found keto, but it was very unhealthy. It was, um, you know, going through those binge and restricting um, super low calorie, just, I knew in 2016, in December, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do for New Year's, what my New Year's resolution was going to be, I knew I needed a lifestyle change, and so, um, I did a bunch of research on keto, I had a couple friends kind of help me out, um, you know, we, we all kind of helped each other and learn more about it. And, uh, I started January 15th, 2017, uh, within about four weeks, I lost close to 20 pounds. Um, it was between 15 and 20 and then I kept going. I went, uh, you know, eight total weeks before having my first air quote cheat meal. Um, and then... I kind of fell back into the binge uh, habit again. So that cheat meal was, was a little bit of a binge for me. It was literally eating everything in sight that was carb-filled. And so, um, you know, a lot of people ask if, 
if I cheated on keto when I first started it, and I did. I cheated quite a few times, but honestly, especially one thing that I um, tell my clients is if you do not have those opportunities or experiences, um, if you don't go through those things, if you don't have those moments of weakness where you give in, um, then you'll never truly know how fabulous you feel on keto. Um, because my thing is, is when I cheated, I mean, within, within an hour or two of having a bunch of carbs, I felt like crap. Um, I literally just, I felt sick. Um, my mental clarity went away. Um, just, I felt horrible and, you know, it, it makes you realize, it makes you aware of why you're doing keto, why you need to stay keto, and, and why carbs are, you know, so addicting. Um, a lot of clients that I have, and even myself, you know, when you have that first cheat, you think you're going to be strong and you're going to go right back to your normal uh, keto diet. And a lot of times people struggle in the beginning. They struggle with getting back on track. And I attribute that to the fact that carbs are an addiction. Sugar is an addiction. And so once you feed that addiction, um, you know, you it, it kind of flares things back up. And so for me, you know, I would get right back on track as quick as I could, but I'd still have the cravings. I'd still have the urges. I'd still want to overeat and eat more carbs. And so over time, it just became easier for me to just say, it's not that I'm, it's not that I can't have these foods. Um, it's not that I don't want to have a cheat. It's that I feel optimal when I don't eat that way. And I would rather fuel my body with things that are going to optimize it. So, um, total mental shift, total lifestyle change. It did not happen overnight for me. And a lot of clients I work with, a lot of people I talk to expect you know, lifestyle change to happen overnight, and that just doesn't happen. Um, if you're really looking to change the way that you live and change the way that you view food and experiences, it takes time. It takes failures. It takes, you know, falling down and getting back up every single time. And so, you know, there's there's times that you can um, choose to eat non-keto foods, like right now we're around the holidays, and I know that, you know, people are struggling. They're struggling with wanting to eat, you know, their keto diet, but also wanting to indulge in the holidays, and, you know, I am an advocate for find something that is keto, that you love, that is carb, you know, sugar-filled, and make it keto, and that is an easy way to stay keto, but, you know, also, I kind of go by this um, rule that I have with my clients, and I'm not saying that cheating or, and I hate even using that word, cheating. Um, it's a choice. Cheating is, is like cheating on a test. Like, you make a choice to eat non-keto or off your diet. It is a conscious decision, and so if you can make that conscious decision, if you're responsible enough to make that decision, then you are responsible enough to get right back on track afterwards, and so I kind of go by this um, this saying with my clients. It's called memories over macros, and 
So if you know anything about my coaching, a lot of my clients follow macros, um, and I am a macro freak. I have always tracked my food. I have always tracked my macros, whether it be just like normal, if it fits your macros, um, or ketogenic macros. And so I have this saying that um, if an experience that you're going through, if, if like the holidays, if Thanksgiving or Christmas is a time where you make memories and the food is a part of that memory and you want to indulge in this one thing that you get, you know, at Thanksgiving once a year and it's not keto, then do it and don't feel guilty. Um, make the memories, enjoy that food, and then, you know, get right back on your keto diet the next day. Um, and I hate even using the word keto diet because I don't view it as a diet anymore. Um, I view it as a lifestyle. You know, a diet for me is restriction. And so, you know, at, at this point in my life, um, at this point in my weight loss journey, I am currently on a diet. I am in a calorie deficit. I am dieting for a specific goal. I am trying to lose body fat and weight. I am dieting. But for someone who's just trying to change their lifestyle, who is trying to, you know, change the way that they view food, um, change the things that they put in their body, then keto needs to be called a lifestyle because it truly is that when you're looking at it from a, you know, life change perspective. And so um, I honestly would never, I mean, if, if things came out tomorrow saying that, you know, keto was not the best diet to do or whatever, I'd still do keto because is, is it is it is what I feel optimal on. It is the best I have ever felt. I am the healthiest. I am the most physical, um, physically fit I have ever been in my entire life. And it is, I can all attribute it, attribute it to keto. Um, so, you know, it, it really just goes back to following, if you want to follow keto, you know, there's several ways to do it. And that's kind of what I do as a coach. Um, I help clients figure out how keto can work for them. I help to them figure out, you know, what ratio fits best for their body, um, what calorie intake fits best for their body. Most of my clients come to me wanting to lose weight, so therefore they are on a quote-unquote keto diet because they are in a calorie deficit. Um, but, you know, I also have clients that come to me that want to just maintain, just kind of learn how to heal their body. Um, because sugar is so bad for the body and, you know, there's hormone issues, there's thyroid issues, there's tons of, of disorders that people have that keto can help cure. And so, um, one thing I like to add is I am not a medical professional. I am not a doctor or physician or licensed medical professional. So anything that I say on this podcast or in any podcast is uh, my personal opinion based on research that I've done myself. And so um, I have been keto now for almost two years and I am, you know, I was one of those people in the beginning that was easily swayed and, you know, um, I questioned myself numerous times uh, if keto was right for me, if what I was doing was healthy. Um, and then I saw my my numbers, my cholesterol numbers go down. 
Um, I no longer was pre-diabetic. I mean, my doctor was wanting to put me on um, a pre-diabetic medicine, metformin. And just by changing my diet and the way that I eat, I was able to get out of all of that. Um, and my numbers and my cholesterol and everything is the best it's ever been. And yeah, I mean, keto is just, it's my lifestyle. I am firm in the belief that it is the way that I want to live my life for a long, long time. Um, and it's not just some other diet to me. It is literally how I view, you know, how I live my life. And so it's my goal Um, as someone who has somewhat of a platform on social media to share, you know, the benefits of keto, how it positively has impacted my life, and how I can help others to get active, find, you know, their love for, um, for being healthy and in the gym and things like that. So that's kind of what I do um, recently. I just earned my personal training certificate, and so about a year and a half ago, a little bit into when I started my uh, my weight loss journey, I got back in the gym, found that I just felt so good and so confident uh, lifting weights, and so now I do, I follow more of a um, bodybuilding style workout, and I love building muscle, I love gaining strength. And I just love feeling like a badass in the gym. <laughs> and so um, one of my other goals is to spread that message to women that, you know, feeling strong, feeling confident in your body is not a negative thing. And uh, if, you know, if you want to get in the gym and, and uh, lift some weights and feel good about yourself, then do it and don't worry about what people say. Um, find something that you're passionate about and just stick with it. And so I'm super duper passionate about lifting weights and, uh, bettering myself. The gym in particular is a place where I work on my mentality, um, probably more so than my body. I mean, I'm working on the physical aspect because I'm lifting the weights and I'm doing the things and I'm challenging my body. But honestly, the gym is just my escape. Um, it is where I feel like I can put my headphones in and push the world out and just focus on bettering myself in multiple ways. And so, um, if you've not ever tried lifting weights and you're listening to this, I, I encourage you to try it. Um, if you've not found something that you just kind of feel like, you know, you can have time for yourself, then totally do it. Um, I, I love it. And yeah, and it, it feels good when you get done. I mean, you, you have the endorphins flowing, and you just you feel good. So um, a lot of clients ask if they should exercise right away whenever they start the keto diet. And in my personal opinion, if you're not active prior to starting your diet, then kind of get the nutrition part down first and then start adding in exercise. At least that's what I did, and that worked for me. Um, but obviously, if you're getting moving, um, then you're going to, you know, increase your energy deficit and, and you'll lose weight that way. So, but anyways, um, I think that is all for this podcast episode. I kind of just wanted to do an introductory episode. Um, hopefully I'll have a guest on here soon. 
Um, just wanted to share a little bit about me and how I came to coaching. And hopefully someone learned something new about me. Um, I look forward to speaking on this platform and, and the podcast in the future. And I thank you for joining in. And stay tuned for more episodes. I told you.